Let's get ready to throw down. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the new version of Sales Throwdown. So we have been pretty swamped, so we decided to move this back towards doing it in the evenings when we had more free time so we could go a little bit deeper and help you guys out. As yeah. always, we're not in person due to COVID stuff, and you know this is just kind of convenient. So same as always, and the topic today, we're talking about if we were starting over and we knew everything we know now, we knew ourselves, we knew our tendencies, we knew where our comfort zones were and where we we're gonna struggle and where we weren't. And we're gonna talk about very specifically for our segments, our sections, our teams, how to do it better with the knowledge that we have figured out. That's the game plan, right? I like it. That's what we agreed on before we started rolling anyway. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how closely we stick to that agenda. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> so let's start with the D, right? Clint, right? These are, you guys take action. So if you're going to start over, but you have all this knowledge that you've gained along the way, what would you do like the first day, first week, first 30 days of starting over? Well, I'll start, I'll start by saying this. I, I actually wonder when you brought this topic up, if I would even be where I'm at, if I didn't do what I did. So I have a hard spot in changing anything, right? Because I did, I did make some pretty bold moves that my natural, you know, personality let me do and feel comfortable with it. Whereas I think if I, you know, know what I know now, I think I'd have been a little more hesitant, a little more um, filtered, and I don't think I would have made the moves that I made. So, um, yeah, I'm curious about that. I, I do know that I would have had a lot more. Um, thought into not burning bridges so fast, not, you know, just destroying relationships, just to move to the next thing. Um, you know, and really hearing people out and just thinking that, Hey, Hey, dumbass, you're not right all the time. You know, people have opinions, let's hear them, you know, and, and you filter a little bit. So, um, I, I'm a little mixed feelings on this, right? Because I mean, I'm here and I got here for reasons, but, uh, you know, I probably could have done it a different way, but I don't know that it would have led me here. So, a little mixed on that. So I'm curious, right? If you were to go back in time to Clint in that first, you know, 30 days when he's burning bridges and he's got it all figured out and everything, how how do you communicate with him in a way to show him like, hey, maybe maybe tone it down just a little bit and have that actually land? Yeah, that's tough because I don't think he'd have got the point across. It's I, I'm the guy that has to – I have to touch this hot stove like five times, you know. That's just the way it goes. I mean, I touch it once, I get burned, I think, okay, well, that couldn't have been right, you know, and touch it again. It's like, ah, shit, I got to find a different way to touch this instead of just backing away from the fire. That's just what I do. And, uh, you know, as far as communicating, though, you know, there, there were so many instances where I probably lost a lot of sales and, and good relationships with good people that if I had just focused on doing business instead of keeping it in a personal zone, that's the biggest lesson for me is focusing on the business aspect of it and, you know, not letting the emotions get involved, you know, just because I don't get along with somebody and I can't communicate with them. That's probably the biggest lesson that I'd have to sell myself on. Is, hey, man, you know that you don't have to like this person to do business with them. It helps, but you don't have to. And, uh, and I probably burned a lot of those jobs up. Wow. That's pretty deep, man. Good for you. 
I, uh, I, when I think of these, I don't ever go down that path of thinking that you're going to get the, that that liking is important. Uh, I mean, because, because to me, it's just like, okay, like, where's the task, right? Like, like you're my task oriented buddy. So yeah. I, I don't get hung up on it too much, but there is a few that I can remember in the past where somebody, and it, and it has to do with like embarrassment and getting, you know, just pissed off, right? You said something to offend me and I couldn't keep those personal emotions in check. Or maybe you said something about, you know, something I believe in politics, military, religion. Maybe you've said something that just, I, I should have looked past to keep the business going and I couldn't do that, right? I got my, I got my emotions so wired. I just, I shunned you and, and I never looked back. And, and like I said, that those decisions, some of those I think helped me, you know, get past a lot of obstacles that a lot of people get stuck at, right? They look at facts and figures and say, oh, I can never do that. So I just need to stay here. And they'll, and they'll be there forever. Mm -hmm. So those bold actions definitely get me somewhere in life. There's no doubt. Um, I, I definitely would have had a little better attack. I think I'd have, I actually think I would have sold a lot more had I just kept it to business. So that's my, that's my nugget. So, okay. So continuing down that path and just to make sure that we, that we have an endpoint, right? So does that mean that you got to do business with everybody? I mean, I mean, where do you draw the line? No, I mean, like I said, it has to make business sense, right? For you and your business and how you want to do that. You can't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do business with somebody just to make a sale and, and know that they're a crooked person, you know, that's going to try to screw you in the end. Like that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that because they are a Democrat and I'm a Republican, we can still do business together. Like that's a silly no, thing. No, we cannot. <laughs> hey, you can go after yourself, doc. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying there, there is, there is, uh, there's times the, and you know, in sales and business, you know, how hungry are you? What do you, what do you sacrifice to a little bit of yourself to give up? I mean, cause you have to. You know, well, I, I think, I, you know, I, you make a good point. You, you have to, you don't want to die a death of a million cuts, but you're going to have to take some, you know, some give and take and kind of get, you know, have some empathy. So, you know, accept somebody else's position that you may not, you know, maybe they're not the most ethical business individual, or maybe they bring to light that, you know, they've screwed some people over in business. Yeah. You got some decisions to make then and there. Um, yeah. Cause I've faced them myself, you know, do I get in bed with this individual to do business or, you know, start selling a product to them only to know that I'm going to have to be suspect to, that, you know, this isn't going to play out and some money may be left on the table that belongs to me that they keep in their pocket. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, a good example of, of what I'm trying to say is at, you know, that show shark tank, right? You got Mr. Wonderful. I can't remember his name, but you know, Mr. Wonderful, they call him. And when somebody doesn't go for his pitch, right? Somebody doesn't take his offer. What does he say? You're dead to uh, me. You're dead to me. And, yeah. and, and it's it. over. I, and I come from that. That Like, that's my natural inclination. You're just dead to me. And I'll never talk to you. I'll never look at you. We'll never do business again. There's so many of those deals that I could have repaired and done business down the road. Maybe not that deal. Right. But I could have done business down the road. And my, my inner, you know, personality just said screw it go find somebody else so yeah there's a there's some checks and balances there that you definitely have to play out being a being a, a dominant or a d personality you just gotta but you know 
but you know, looking back on it, you've been quite successful and that helps that whole equation of burning bridges, right? That you don't have to turn around and try to cross again, right? Because there's more going this direction. It's when you stumble that you're like, oh shit. And maybe there's a a lateral left-hand turn you could make that bridge is burned, right? You know, yeah, exactly. COVID is a prime example us going through this COVID, you know, I, before COVID, I had a very narrow focus of dealing with people that I knew we were always going to do business together because we've developed those relationships. And there's a few on the other side of that line that I want to do business with professionally, but can't do it personally. And I need those people right now. So now how do you repair a, a relationship in the middle of a, a, a thunderstorm that you can't even go see people? Right? You can't even get face-to-face contact. How do you repair that now? So, so those are those little ones that I would, you know, they're not a, there's not a bunch, but there's ones in Jesus. Believe it or not, we actually have an account, an in-house account here through the radiology side of things, that if that doctor knew that I own the business, he would stop doing business here and now. I, my name is never said. Awesome. I never go there. They called us and I was like shocked. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. They want us <laughs> to do this. And uh, so I, I have to send somebody other than myself every time. What's that? Yeah, well, I was going to say, anybody's name. congratulations. He's phoning in. He's on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yelling the MF word every, every, yeah. The phone lines are lighting up, guys. We are, we are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's more than one out there. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm losing my business. Yeah. Like, I've got I've got one of those sweet nineteen like ninety two like office phones with all the lights and they're blinking and it is literally exactly. a strobe light right yeah. right here those, you can't see it ones, a bank of twenty one light you know little punch buttons <laughs> I like it <laughs> hey is, 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 so I call one of my clinics today and I get put on hold right and I want to talk to the provider because there's some documentation issues. And so I just sit there and listen to the music and Melissa keeps coming back to my office and I just get, I'm getting more mad. And I go, can no one see that I'm on? Oh, I said, is the light not blinking? She goes, I don't think there are lights anymore. I go, well, somebody needs to fucking figure out how to get somebody off a hold. Oh man, it was horrible. Oh, I was in no man's land in my own damn clinic. Uh, that that's the that's the one rule about Al, right? And and Nan Nan, you know this, right? Al's like, hey, when I call, you answer. Like like that's the rule. Yeah, they you know? did. <laughs> of course, though. Here's what was happening: the provider was on a tele tele telemedicine conference, so she texted me, right? So I'm on the phone, but I'm not looking at my text, and I'm waiting to be for somebody to pick up or for her to call back. I mean, either one would have worked. And sure enough, I look afterwards, the text is, hey, I'm on a telemedicine. I'll call you right back. And I'm just sitting there (laughs) wasting my happy ass life waiting on somebody else. Man, you're being you're being especially quiet, quiet about Clint's uh, Clint's version of what he'd be doing differently. Do you have any input? Do you have any thoughts? Well, I go ahead. I said she's a I actually did. I thought. Me too. I, I, I look back and when I started, I would not change one single thing. And because I did, when I, when I shifted from pharmaceuticals to medical, I, um, I think I, I went from 
my first day in pharmaceuticals, I was like super organized, super positive. I mean, to nauseam almost because um, what's that movie? Jim Carrey's in Dumb and Dumber, and you know, he's um, he's like classic. So I still have a chance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I am. I am totally that person that, I mean, I for sure was back then. I mean, I don't care what you said, what you did, you were going to be writing for me. And I, you know, I would, that's just how I was. I think I lost some of that when I got into the hardware part. And so I feel like I'm getting it back a little bit. I, 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 I guess I lost my confidence a, a little bit, you know, because I was just so solid in that whole thing. I didn't have any instruction. And so I just went off of what I wanted to do. And I think what I do, I started doing in medical is completely put it all aside and listen to only instruction. And I think, you know, you have to be comfortable in your own skin and to do well. That's probably why, everyone in does well in this the four of us we we do well because we are comfortable in our skin and we do know what our characteristics how we thrive and i i think that is really smart to identify that i wouldn't i, I wouldn't do anything different i i would identify what makes you successful or what you're comfortable with and go with that and i you know I, i've never changed my Oh, I still have a I still have a chance. I remember my boss used to get aggravated with me. He would be just like, "They they told you no," and I was like, "So what? What does that matter?" You know, there's, there's always other things you can sell to them or. or well, now they've got a restraining order. You cannot go back over there. I think they're trying to make the point. Anyway, you, you know, Nan, Nan, you said something. You brought up something that is really uh, important in there. Is the confidence side. And I think that a lot of us in sales tend to get confident in our industry instead of in sales, right? We all know that guy that can sell some, you know, uh, uh, ice to an Eskimo, a widget to anybody, right? We all know a few of those guys. And to me, it's because they're confident in sales, not the widgets that they're selling. And I find myself doing that a lot where, you know, when I have to sell something outside of something that I'm really confident in, and a product line that I know, which is what you're talking about coming from pharmaceuticals, you know, to what you're doing now, there's a loss of confidence and now you're not confident in the, you know, in the selling cycle. So I, I think there's a, you know, you learn a process, something that we talk about on here all the time is get that process, get confident in it. And then it won't matter what you sell after that. It I, mean, I, I believe not that. matter. I hundred percent agree. And I do think the process is so vital, you know, and not, I think, you know, when Al said, um, what did you say? Where, you know, you're just like going crazy, like burning every, I don't know. How did you say that? I'm not sure. My thought was that you should, or, you know, for instance, um, I would take a zip code and I would just go, I would inundate that area, that zip code. And then I would add another zip code, you know, just methodically, you know, don't go in there. Well, okay. But that brings up an interesting point. In one arena, you had a target on every corner, sometimes four corners, right? Like gas stations, you know, the drug dispensaries. I mean, you know, they're, they're every, 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 every one of them was a target. 
when you move to the hardware side, that probably went down to 25 people, right? In, okay. in one side of the Metroplex, you know, or, or maybe 40, 40 that were, you know, reasonably attainable. And, and so you, but, it, but the reward was so much bigger at each one of those stops, right? So it hasn't been a fail at any level. No, I, I, would, I don't think you, so. When Clint was talking about um, not changing, I, would, I thought, yeah, that I, that's where it all began. And I don't, I have no regret. I love how, I love how I made it happen. And I, 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 I think it's good to identify that. Wow. So no advice for an S-type who's starting out in pharmaceuticals or hardware like right now? Do you have any advice? Yes. To organize, care about your audience, like we always say. And I don't know. Do you want to open that? Because I can't even imagine the junk. Oh, <laughs> pay no attention to the man digging in the refrigerator for more beer. <laughs> yeah, pay, pay no attention to me. Well, no, go, please go on, man. <laughs> yeah. So my advice is just organize and go slow. Don't don't be a maniac. Just like know what you're doing. Albert, I have I have a oh. feeling that I have a feeling, John, that you're going to be the one with the most. Changes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> no doubt. So sorry, I'll go ahead. Because I think no, that, no, uh, you're at, you're you're right. Yeah, I think that my quadrant is the most is the least likely to be successful in sales roles, right? Because we will just sit and sit and sit just a little bit more, a little bit more, one more, one more white paper, one more, one more data point, one more blog, one more case study. Right. And it's so, it's so prevalent. (laughs) I don't even realize I'm doing it. Like, like, because I'm, it's you, it's, that's your, that's your fabric. It is such, and you wrap yourself in it. It is ingrained on such a deep, deep level that like even, I was talking with someone the other day and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to run fast at this to, to make sure that I don't slow down and get bogged down in the details. And the guy was like, how do I tell you, you've already done like 30% more work than someone who was actually going to do that. Yeah. Oh, you know? wow. Like, 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 I just can't. And I try, right. Because I'm like, I'm like, cool. I don't feel prepared. Let's go. You know, as like a, as like an exercise and like getting out of my comfort zone and forcing myself to do these things, which are difficult for me. But you know, like I might be knocking 10% off of that thing that's 70% more than you guys are going to do. So yeah. I've got well, a lot. That makes, sorry. Go ahead, that makes me think how important it is to team up. You know, like if we all, I'm pointing to all of us, if the four of us got together <laughs> and, did and a tried podcast. to sell something, you think we would be really successful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so Al, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll go last because I have the most things that I think I would change in the, in, in different approaches and stuff, but I'm curious for Al. Yeah. I mean, before the show, we actually, you know, I, I kind of threw it out there. I just started running with scissors and got excited That's what you said. and, and, um, you know, I, I had a little bit of sale. I'd read some Zig Ziglar. I'd read a, you know, a, along my travels prior to being really into sales. Um, so, and I'd come through, you know, school so I could read and write and that kind of stuff. So I, I, you know, they showed me the thing. I went through my training. I had my little manual and 
I was excited. And so I just started knocking on doors and talking to people and, and really the, I think what happens is you haven't had a hard no, or you haven't gotten your first commission check. Maybe you're on draw and you're, you know, you're sort of sitting out there in that zone where you really haven't had to produce and you're still surviving, but bam, then comes, <laughs> you know, but, but hold on. Okay. To my credit, I mean, I'll, within three months I was on commission because they were like, do you know, now we, you can't unflip the switch if you go off the draw and go on the commission, but, but you've got a bunch of money banked here and they were willing to let me run with it. So the group I worked with, they cut on the commission side of things and I was like, wow, let's do this. And then I had a couple of bad months. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> so was no. it one of those things where there's like one lucky month and you're like, let's go. Well, you pull that so ripcord. When I hit medical sales, I started in July, right? It's the middle of the year. The deductibles are paid. Surgeries start to ramp up. So I go all the way up. And I, so now that gives me till about October, November, uh, November. So yeah, so July was nothing because I trained. So anyway, so I have three months and then I get the last three months. Then I go into January and deductibles are still, and that's when it dried up. And I was like, oh shit. You know, because I'm spending like a drunk sailor over here, you know, <laughs> thinking I've just conquered the world and I'm not looking back. You know how much and, I got for this yeah. one screw? It was like exactly. $7,000. <laughs> Wait a second. They were going for $2,800 a piece. What do they go for now? They go for five fifty. <laughs> oh God! As in, as in five dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's going there. <laughs> Thanks, Clint. Yeah, you're Do probably, yeah. Five fifty to you know we get seven hundred on some of them, but I used to get twenty eight hundred to thirty two hundred dollars a screw. Man, that so, is yeah. that is so funny to me that like, God, what a what a. What is the absolute kick in the balls? Like, you're like, well, sweet, I don't I used, it. To, I used to tell everybody, like, you know, and I, t I think a Dan remembers, I used to go, this is a diamond ring. Do not lose it. <laughs> and, he had, and so in the back of my car would be $600,000 worth of, like, hardware. And it's, the, it, you know, the, I know people out there that have left that at the Starbucks on the side because, you know, guys meet in the parking lot like tool sets to switch out and somebody drives off and they come back and it's not there and it's full of equipment that oh, you know man. now oh. you know there's there's insurance and stuff like that for it but yeah you're running around with you know six seven i mean i, I swear i might have had a million dollars in my car at one time just in hardware and screws you know because there's you know there's hundreds of them in every set it's crazy um Whenever I was working for you, I got to go train with this company that we were repping for called called Orthofix, which is here in town. And so I got to go train and do some really cool training. I mean, they had cadavers. It was it was it was really really awesome. And they had these kind of like demo things that didn't pass like QA, right? But it, but they're the screw with the tulip and the and the whole thing for the minimal minimally invasive, right? And I still have one in my in my vehicle, right? Because like they gave it to me as, as like, hey, we can't use these, so like here have them, right? You know, they're they're like product demos, and I was like, okay, cool. So I still have this thing in my car. Right. And one time Alice was, uh, you know, we're, we'd park somewhere and she'd hopped in the front seat cause I was waiting on something. And she goes, what's this? And she holds it up. And I was like, that's a reminder that it could be worse. 
She's like, huh? But yeah, like, I'll tell you when you're older. Yeah. You know, to my, uh, you know, I guess, you know, I, I, then I, you know, I got into a rhythm and then I got in my way a lot. I think, you know, you, you get, you know, if you show up innocent, you get some blind luck on your side and it sticks, you get a good feeling that the potential is there. I just wish that I had trained harder earlier at being a good salesperson, right? Did you think you were I, good when you started? Well, I've always thought I was, you know, influential. Yeah, I, you know, I well, no, I well, I I work hard. I mean, I get up early and I'll stay uh, late, you know, uh, and you know, I'll I'll pound the pavement. I had a, you know, a self motivation. I had the self motivation to get out there. Now there were weeks that I didn't leave the house. Sure. Like every good salesman, <laughs> you know, I was right. <laughs> you know, I got the big fatty the month before. And so I'm, you know, I'm kicking back and I've got my, some accounts that are, that are churning and maybe the docks out of town and not much is going on. And, you know, so I, I took that time to kind of blow off as well. But for most of my life, I mean, I think you've got to get up and, and push yourself out the door to get stuff done. And, not every day is a great day, but every day is an opportunity. And if you let it pass you by, then guess what? That's on you. And so I didn't let too many days pass me by. That's the thing. I think, right. Um, I've been, I've been really, really thinking about, you know, as we're goal setting for this and I'm goal setting for the rest of my businesses and I'm really trying to like hone my focus because I get distracted really, really quickly because I'm always looking for the improvement. Right. And the improvement is always being voiced by people who want to sell you something. Right. So I fall down these rabbit holes of like, Oh, this is going to be the next big thing in consulting and this is the next big thing in tech and this is the next big thing in sales and stuff. And so uh, because I'm, because I'm constantly open to that idea that there's improvement, right? Especially in the software side of things, which is where I do like a lot of my business and a lot of my consulting is I end up chasing like shiny things that don't really serve me. Right. And they take me too far off the path. And then what happens is I sign up for these email funnels, right? Because you know, marketing and how, you know, and, and some, some sort of freebie, and all of a sudden I end up, I'm like, oh, I need this thing, right? And so what happens is I kind of get a little, a little bit caught in the improvement loop and not the, and not the doing loop, right? So very, very specifically, recently I got like a whiteboard and I've been writing my days out and we've been doing this thing, me and my buddy Jake, where we do a morning accountability call. Like, okay, what do you got to do today? We're, and we've been doing these weekly bets on ourselves, right? And we, if we don't do all the things, you got to pay a cause you don't like. But if you do win, depending upon how difficult the bet was, you get money back to go spend on whatever you want. So the idea is you, you stay the path, you see success, you can take bigger bets on yourselves and you, and you get confident about being able to focus on what you can control and how that impacts your world. And so we're a couple of weeks into that and it's been really, really interesting. But, you know, I would say that maybe the, for me, that, that shiny thing is really apparent. And, and I, I always told myself that I had good focus, right? Because I was only around, you know, Jeff and Al, who were both these huge eyes who, who can appear to be very, very scattered. Like Al, Al does a really good job of, being, of appearing scattered, but actually being pretty focused and doing the things that he needs to do and, and keeping a pretty firm hand on the things that are super important. Nan is getting mobbed by her dog right now if you're not watching this on YouTube. So you should, um, but you know, I, everybody deals with focus in their own way, right? And mine is, I can improve this, but really I should just be doing it a little bit more. Do it a little bit more, do it a little bit more, do it a little bit more, own it, as opposed to getting marketed around, oh, let me, 
you know, this is going to revolutionize everything. Most things that tell you that they're going to revolutionize something don't actually do anything at all. So that's my <laughs> newer, better, faster, stronger, you know, you know, it's marketing. So it's, it's prevalent and we get marketed to so, so, so much, right. Especially if you're in business. Crazy. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I'm sure Clint, you get the newest, greatest people telling you to use this product on your next construction. Do you run into any of that? Every day, man. You know, yeah. I sat through a, uh, you know, what was supposed to be an hour long phone, video, Zoom chat, whatever, describing this new product. And this just happened like two days ago. And they were telling me that this new estimating tool is, trust me, you will love this tool. It is the best. And now I'm not so dumb in the industry that I don't constantly look for new tools, right? So I'm always kind of forward searching. So, you know, the thought of somebody calling me and, and telling me they have a product that I've never heard of is, you know, I'm, al I'm already sketchy, feeling sketchy about it. Right? <laughs> and and uh, so, you know, the guy goes through about 10 minutes. And I said, hey, just, you know, let me stop you there. Can it do this? Oh, we don't have that feature yet. Can it do this? No, we don't have that feature either. Okay, well, those are the two most important things that I need. Oh, well. What did he say? He just went right on back to pitching the sale, right? Because so, yeah, no, no self-awareness to yeah. stop and say, how important is that? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I gave him, I gave him the, the, the rope, the lifeline. They're like, hey, maybe, maybe I can help you develop these tools with you and maybe in six months from now we can we can talk again wow. and he just so nice. he, he just went on selling and i just mm -hmm. said hey, man, i got it i got something better to do i got this phone call and i've gotten about five emails from what you think of the sale or the pitch what did you think of can we get some feedback and it's just and i just typed i typed him back today no that's it <laughs> Uh, you got all your you know, necessary and, feedback and, uh, on the call, sir. And, and that, that's kind of my point. I'm not trying, I wasn't trying to be a dick. It was just that, you know, people, people do this all the time, right? I have the best new tool. I have the best widget. The fact is that there's thousands and thousands of people in your industry trying to develop the brand best tool every day, every single day. Every and day. yeah, may, maybe one of these days you're going to have a breakthrough and you might have the tool because somebody always has to have the best tool right somebody for but you also got to remember those tools are relative to the people using them. and so you I'm gonna keep that in mind I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you a little bit on that on that on, the, on, on that idea right there that that eventually somebody will have the best tool right because Salesforce is arguably the elephant in the room when it comes to CRM software right and I and, hate it and I hate it I know, right? And a lot of people hate it, right? Because it because it's not it's not a fit for everybody, and that's the thing, right? So when you're when you're trying to build that tool that's going to be perfect for everybody, you know, nobody really knows if they need it or not because everybody wants a thing that's very specific to them, right? Like, sure, you know, that's what I say. It's it's all relative. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's part of my idea. Like, go figure out why the people who you, who buy from you buy from you and not buy from somebody else. Like, like go, go have that conversation. That, and I think that that's probably the biggest thing that I would change, right? Is because I get caught up in these loops of thinking that I'm especially clever and smart and I'm not, but I, I feel this way because I, I tend to do a lot of research and I guess like well, a lot of thinking and reading, but I will tell myself this story of like, I've got this figured out, right? So it's easy for me to flinch to that. Just shut up. I know what, I know what you need. I've got it right here, which is 
the thing that I hate the most in sales, right? Because whenever I run into that, I'm just like, oh man, we are done. Like, I, like you're, not, you're not even asking me any questions to qualify about what I really want. You're just trying to get your needs met. And uh, I was doing a version of that for a while without really realizing it. So there's, a, there's always a market. There's always a market, right? If, because uh, there's this idea that if there's one end of the market, you, the, the other end of the market is not being represented. Right. Well, and you just, you just brought up an important, I, I, you reserve your judgment for like cantaloupes in the grocery store, right? <laughs> you know, basically, if you're throwing judgment, you're just putting roadblocks up to sometimes the chaos that actually works out there. You know, sure, maybe yeah. it doesn't resonate with you, but if you see success, recognize it, right? And it may not make sense, but if you see it working, just because it doesn't make sense to you doesn't mean that, you know, because we've seen, like you say, lesser products really fly off the shelf for unknown reasons sometimes to me. People are just out there doing a good job with them. And so I, I sit back sometimes and I marvel at how successful some people are and I just don't get it, right? And that's the key to sometimes unlocking this paradigm of, do I have to know so much about the product? Do I have to do this? Do I have to just sometimes throw care to the wind and go have a conversation, right? Yeah. And, and ask if, if it makes sense to the, it doesn't have to make sense to you. It has to make sense to the person you're talking to. That's the nugget right there, right? Because the inverse of that is also true, right? Because if they're going to buy for their, their own reasons and their, and their own value sets, they're also going to say no on those same value sets. Then, and the best thing that you can do is try to figure out it, is that reason anchored in reality or is it just something due to like misinformation or bad expectations or something else like this? Because they're going to buy and not buy for their own reasons. And your job as a salesperson is to help them figure out what that decision is. So that way they are clear about what they actually need at the end of the day. And there's where don't throw the judgment. Just ask the question, Hey, I'm a little confused here. What makes you, you know, think that way or why do you say what you just said i'm really curious and meaning because they'll know if you're faking them on the judgment call right yeah. you know because if you're trying to call them down on a bad choice or a bad way of doing things because believe me there's a bunch of old crusty folks at the top of these corporate structures mm -hmm. that just want to do it the old school way sometimes right or and i'm clint i'm sure you run into it right i mean if you got an oh, old guard oh, guy that yeah, that says, well, we've been doing it this way. You know, it's like, you know, my grandfather was a railroad man, right? I mean, like, <laughs> like got the lantern with the light in the back of the, the caboose, right? And, man, he just could not change. That guy went to his grave that the best part of the railroad had died with innovation. And <laughs> well, and, and I, tell, I tell people that tell me that all the time because I'm in construction area too. I've been doing this for 30 years. And I say, yeah, okay, now rewind yourself 30 years. And would you do it the same as the people before you? And the answer is <laughs> like always, yeah, the answer is always, no, of course not. We found a better way to do it. Well, guess what? I also have a better way than what you've been doing for 30 years. You're not wrong. I just yeah. have a new widget. I have a new way to do it. You know? yeah. and, so, and to be honest with you, you know, no, new tools and new widgets and all that stuff are only – only good for people that are willing to change with it. You know, these tools, these new, you know, apps, these new programs. If you've got a, a 70 year old sales guy that barely knows how to run a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet, 
all these new tools and Salesforce and, you know, uh, you know, these new apps to track CRMs, they're not going to work for a guy that doesn't know how to turn a computer. So you got to, it's like I said, it's all relative, right? It's to what you do. Yeah. The other thing is that if you have just been kind of like the, the at leasters, right? You know, you got the, you got the, the high performers of people who kill it. You got the people who don't make it. And then you got like, like a bunch of people who are just like at leasters, right? And these are the people who, who everybody talk about in sales is like negative, right? The sandbaggers, the people who are waiting and stuff like this. And uh, a lot of those like older guys don't want guys like me because I'm bringing oversight and I'm bringing tracking and I'm bringing data and I'm bringing like, how yeah, effective are you in this role? You're bringing it above board. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's, it's huge. Uh, um, so uh, we've been talking about process and uh, I think Clint said something about role play and uh, it's funny because I've been, I've been asking people like, Hey, like let's get on a call and let's do a role play and let me just give you some feedback and nobody wants to do it. Right. Like nobody at all. Right. So maybe like two people will, will be like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll do it. And then they don't really do it very well. And it's kind of terrifying. And uh, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, eat, eat my own dog food here. I have a process, right? I think I can sell pretty much anything as far as having a qualifying conversation. So today in, you know, my, my circles that I run in, I put out a thing and I said, look, you don't want to role play with me. That's awesome. But I can sell you, I can sell your shit better than you. You want to get on a call. I'm going to ask you. 10 I, I saw I'm, that post. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you 10 questions and then, Maybe, maybe a couple of like mini questions, but like 10 minutes total. And then we're going to have, we're going to role play a qualifying conversation and everybody, everybody likes it. And honestly, I'm a little bit nervous, but it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> you, right? I'm hey, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> you might've opened Pandora's box, my friend. Here's the deal. But, I'm either, well, I'm either going to kill it or I'm going to improve. Well, but the, or you'll improve, That's right? You can't, this is a win-win for you, John. There's where putting yourself into a situation that you can't lose. Cause if, if the only thing they're going to do is verbally slap you or maybe say it didn't exactly. work, but screw them. Right. It, it worked for me. You know, you were a good sounding board so that I get better at doing my consulting. So I get better at talking to people who can't sell because you signed up, bitch. You're the one who couldn't sell. That's yeah. why you wanted the conversation. You wanted improvement. I said, I, you know, no guarantees. Maybe you improve. Maybe I do. We'll see. Yeah. It's funny. Um, the whole range of comments, some from like, yeah, to, yeah, we'll see. Right. You're and I'm just like, cool, let's go, baby. Let's, I mean, because like, here's the deal. If I ask you 10 questions, right. Who do you kill it for? Who do you not kill it for? Who's your upstream competitor? Who's your downstream competitor? A couple of other ones other than that. I'm going to, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to destroy these guys who don't understand how to have qualifying conversations. So what they're doing is they're pitching to everybody, right? Just, just give me five minutes and let me talk to you and then I'll send you a proposal and you can let, and you, and you can let me know if you like it. And you don't actually know why you're not closing anything. It's really weird because there's no trust. There's no rapport. And you're just, you know, putting it into an email without any attachment or next steps or agreements or anything else like this. And you're confused why you're closing like 10%. It's very bizarre. <laughs> so, we're going to see how that goes. It's going to be awesome. So if you're listening to this and you want to do this, message me or yeah, I'm all over everything. So, or, or just message sales throwdown. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, um, info at sales throwdown. Uh, if you want to take the assessment, um, we have them um, assessment or actually, sorry, I got to, sorry, it's a bad habit. Disc at sales throwdown.com and we'll get you hooked up. 
We've had a couple of people really recently uh, reach out to us, take the assessment. They're getting some value out of it. It's helping them. So if you're struggling right now, you're not really sure how to improve or how to shift or adjust, reach out to us. That's why we're here. Um, but yeah, we are trying to do these a little bit shorter. So does anybody have anything else left to add before we go? If you guys are out there, any questions about COVID-19, cold cough and flu, musculoskeletal injuries, bring it to North Texas Clinic and Rehab. We have two convenient locations <laughs> in the Metroplex. One of them off of Bedford Euless Road, 729 to be exact. The other one's at 1005 East Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. I have some great providers and ancillary staff ready to help you with any needs you have. Bring it. Damn. And, Al just learned how to market himself like, like earlier today. It's crazy. And I hate to tell you, but you know, in this partnership, that just cost you $2,200. <laughs> Damn it. And I thought about that, Clint. I really said I'm on the hook for something after this little plug. <laughs> we all get 10%. We all get 10%. So. <laughs> yeah. I just need somebody typing the numbers to the clinics underneath my little thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Little stream uh, running across. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get that that overlay built in time for this for this episode to come out, Al. I mean, That's I, all right, it's coming though, baby. It's coming. <laughs> Not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> hey, Clint, jealousy is an ugly emotion. Al, Albert, you need to have the addresses behind you on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, just 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 pick up his phone and go to Maps and just search for Al Daniel. It'll take you right to where he is right now. He's in his office. Hey, don't y'all need my don't Google search that, man. Just hit it. Yeah, hit it, baby. I'll, yeah. Yeah. For your do, for do your not, safety, don't do not yeah. Google search Al Daniel. <laughs> Especially on the images. No, no, it's actually. For the longest time on the web, if you Googled Al Daniel or Albert Daniel, it was a kid getting a wedgie in the hallway of like some <laughs> middle school. I believe that. <laughs> that's all that, that's all that showed up. I was like, wow, I'm I'm famous, but I'm not. How did they Was I the one given the wedgie? Yeah, some bully like you, yeah. How did they pull that, that image right out of your brain and like put it in a Google? That's crazy. <laughs> Siri, Siri knows everything. <laughs> no oh god. Nanette, do you have anything else before we leave? You've been really, really quiet today, and everybody I wants to hear more from you. With the three of y'all, do you think this little female is going to get any word in edgewise? Um, girl, I just, girl. I just. Here's the deal. I still have a chance. You would. I think. <laughs> You'd be getting in there more if you were a D, right? So, so this is really important because, like, I don't know that everybody gets this, but like on this show, you can really see the differences in our in our styles, right, and how we communicate and this stuff. And you know, Nan is Nan is quiet, and it's not because any for any other reason other than like this is kind of like how she is in situations because you know she wants to get ever along, and the other three of us tend to be pretty loud and bolsterous and big personalities, so that that's what you're going to see when you're talking to S types, right? Um, so you've but got to make sure they feel can, included. But I, I can tell you guys out there that are listening and watching, Nan can walk into any business and get to the decision maker. Yeah. I mean, she is phenomenal at that. So yeah, don't take her lack of, you know, going to banner against each one of us for granted because she's got her way of doing things. And some people, I know there are plenty of people out there that feel the power that she brings to the table yep. in that there's not a gatekeeper she cannot connect with. 
And well, when she does, they they vomit the keys to the castle to her. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, her, and well, and Essa's biggest strength, but on, on this podcast especially, is Nan's strength is she can shut us up. She's the only personality that can shut all three of us up. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Sure. If you put another type of personality on there and interrupt us, it wouldn't happen, right? We'd, we'd railroad them. So yep. as an S, that is your – yep. it may not seem like it. That, yeah, that's you're your absolutely things. right. Yeah, Clint yeah. is absolutely spot on there. Yep. Usually am. <laughs> keep, keep telling yeah. yourself that. Keep telling yourself. Oh, I'll funny. send you all those great emojis in a second here. <laughs> You're amazing, Glenn. Wow. Hearts. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to call this here. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Share this with other people. Um, leave a review about what your thoughts are on the new on the new format. Do you want Do you want us back in the studio? Are you okay with this? Does this work better? Do you miss? You know, let us know because. This is for you guys more than it is for us <laughs> at this point. So we want to help. We want to bring value and we want to do it the best way possible. So let us know how, how to do that. Leave a review, share this with somebody else. That's how, that's how we get to keep doing this. So thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week. Go. Love Thank you. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. Talk Go sell something. Bye. Bye. Bye.